You are listening to the Boker Broadcast, a War Machine and Hordes podcast centered on the NJSOB meta. Sit back and take a listen as we discuss fluff, the rules, or anything else that catches our attention. Special thanks to the More Than Dice Podcast Network for hosting the podcast. Um, and welcome to episode 15 of the Boker Broadcast. Can you believe 15 episodes? I cannot. Yeah. You know what? I actually... I I'm off the podcast. I, I didn't think it would get this far. <laughs> this has gone on too long. burn out long before this. This has gone on too long. can't handle this level of commitment and stress. <laughs> Well, you want to hear something funny? My uh, my son was telling his friends, like, oh, my dad has a podcast. I was like, oh, can we listen to it? So we found it on the on SoundCloud. Was Sorry, his response, kids. by the way, to his friends, why? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Don't listen to my dad's podcast. So it's embarrassing. He Well, it, it's funny you say that because they were like, they were laughing. They're like, oh, it's so amateurish. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, this thing. So that's a podcast? That's mm-hmm. so crappy. And you know what? I was thinking about it, and like these kids, you know, grow up in a world with professional podcasting, and you know, we're hobby podcasting. And they also lo- they also learn computers, like from first grade on. Yeah, you know. So you know what though? What's that? F them, and you want to know why? Because they can't do half the shit on a freestyle bike that I can. All right, I give those kids a GT or a Harrow or a Trickstar Hutch. Forget it. They suck. Well, all right. So we can do real shit. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Screw you, you little bastards. That's go right. start your own podcast. I go. gave my nephew one time a casual little blazing lasers wrist exercise of a spaceship game on the Sega Genesis. That kid sucked. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> he yeah. can't keep track of 75 bullets and 38 spaceships on a screen at once. Where are the drone operators of tomorrow, I ask you? Not from this generation. Hell no. <laughs> anyway, we are broadcasting on Lock Weekend. Right, and uh, right. We, we, we actually have all of the lists in, very excited, for the Boker Brawl, which is in two weeks, and by the time this drops, I get this thing edited, it'll be a week and a half, and, uh, you know, really coming together, 12 teams. 12 teams. And, uh, you know, we got folks signed up for the Friday events as well, we've got the narrative event going on all weekend, and people should not forget, Saturday night, the Boker Bazaar, please bring stuff that you think other folks would be interested in buying or trading. Uh, mm-hmm. And it was already asked, can we bring stuff that isn't War Machine? The answer is yes. Bring and whatever you want. Uh, and whatever you want. We're not involved. We're just saying here's legal. your space. Legal stuff. Yes. Legal stuff, please. And it is New Jersey, so most things are illegal. But most gaming stuff is legal. And when we say gaming, we are, of course, talking about hobby miniature gaming. Not gambling. Gambling is certainly illegal. We don't do that. What, yeah, what we kind of gambling? Why can't we gamble? Because it's illegal. What are we talking about? We have Atlantic City. It's legal in Atlantic City. Is the Boca Brawl held in Atlantic City? Maybe it should be. Yeah. And what would we be gambling on anyway? <laughs> I don't Man. know. You can gamble on anything, Arthur. <laughs> Fair enough. I bet you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Good response. All right, so we thought today that we would talk about some of these lists that have been submitted. A little bit about a, a little judge's corner for just some little things that have come up. And then... Um, I guess that'll be a cast after that, right? Yeah. I mean, yep. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of jump right in right now because I'm I was recently just given the uh, list of teams, and uh, I already have a favorite. Who's your favorite? Uh, the Weasels. <laughs> mm-hmm. The aptly named mm-hmm. Weasels. Yeah, I have no idea who's in it because I haven't even opened it yet. But that's a great name. Is it? We're the Weasels. Name? I don't know if I should be proud of them or suspicious. Ryan Schmidt, Cody Demun, Eric Akers, Andrew Cash, Mike Garbarini. Is that a, is that the Buffalo yeah. group? Yeah. 
Weasels out of guys. Buffalo. Yeah, right, we gotta yep. watch those guys. <laughs> I mean, gotta be careful. We gotta be. Yeah, I mean, they gave us a clue. Keep your head well, on a swivel around yeah, wa- the weasels. Watch those dice. Cody's, yeah, watch Cody's, those dice. Cody's played Infernals, and there are a couple of Infernal players which really surprised me. Uh, I don't know why it surprised me, but I, I, I don't know. I, I wasn't expecting it. He's Travis is not playing Infernals, which surprises me. Really? Yeah. Well, we'll get He's to the Infernal. Yeah, well, well, we'll get to we'll get to those lists. Who are they? Uh, they are the Necrotechs. The Necrotechs. But we're we're on weasels, so let's stick with weasels. All right, we're on weasels. weasels. Yeah, uh, you know, so he's got uh, so Cody's uh, got three tormentors in one list, a streaker, foreboder. Uh, I have no idea what this list is going to do. Umbral Guardians, which I can't stand. Uh, mm. Valenhawk, the Fallen Knight, he's almost an auto include, right? You still got to take him. Because he can, uh, he can give. Oh, does he? Good. Did he give back his? And he's got brother's up. keeper. Keeps what was the rule he had? Right, down. he lost it, and then um, he got it back. Tactician, tactician. Yeah. Did he get that back? I think, but not. It's not like every model. It used to be every model in the faction got it. Right, but actually, then, no. That might be the case now, though, because like every other version of tactician. Yeah, like, has every model. Because yeah. that was the whole spiel: is that you you couldn't start running um, horrors. Or Maybe whatever, he lost tactician through other models. No, yeah, we should look it up. Oh, rules. Well, Reading you know, rules. So, this is a nightmare. And as we know, people hate to read. This is why Steve and I were like, we, we weren't even going to do 16 is out of the question. 15 is under protest. Yeah. 16 is out of the question. Jake Palumbo. Yeah. We know you don't read. Since he was unable to follow any of the directions for submitting lists, we said put it into an Excel sheet and yes. we got it as a Word document. Well, some people and don't even have better, Excel. If you have Word, you have Excel. That's Even not true. Better, it is absolutely true. Un- completely all, not true. It is all part of Microsoft. We're getting office. sidetracked. We need to all be united against. No, a Jake. lot of times you will get. Yes, <laughs> a lot of times you will get a version of Word that is not Microsoft Word, like Notepad. Okay, but that didn't come in Notepad. It came How in you Microsoft know? because it was a Microsoft Word document. It doesn't mean anything when you send it via email. It could convert. It doesn't. Okay, oh. wait, hang on. It might, in other words, your phone might have said, do you want to open it? It's a Word document. Do you want to o- open it with using Microsoft Word? In reality, okay. it was still sent Seth's by Microsoft Notepad. dying right now. Yeah, yeah. No, Whatever. It's fine. Uh, so, tactician, while within 10 inches of this model, friendly models ignore other friendly models when determining line of sight. Okay, he's got that sweet tactician. Yeah, friendly models can advance from other friendly models. He still models has a no knockdown If they have enough movement, he just has it. it doesn't. Uh, tormentors, like, they no longer have counter charge. So that was that was kind of the thing is they could countercharge yes. through yes. each other yes. and then yeah, yeah so that, that was, was but anyway yeah. that doesn't happen anymore. My my, my favorite safely. my favorite rule in the entire game is actually when you have an ability be it a spell or whatever that says no knockdown. Now it could be in an area effect it could be for a specific unit but anyway the point is you pay points or you do things in order to generate no knockdown for the unit. Mm-hmm. However that unit or the units in question none of them can get tough. They don't have tough, and they can't get tough, other than, I guess, the one command card. And then I'm like, well, mm. then what the hell's the real point of no knockdown if you don't have tough? Uh, mm. It's kind of like having milk, wanting a milkshake, but no ice cream. I, I don't know. So it, what you're saying is nonsense, though, because it's not many, nonsense. many units that have tough can get no knockdown. What I'm saying is when you have no knockdown and you can't get tough. Oh, let's, oh let's wait, see. okay, when you do have it. Yes, yes. Okay, when you have like, there's a lot of things. So that like, have let's both. assume you have a caster who might yeah, be yeah, smaller yeah. in stature and he has solid ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's no way to get tough on mm-hmm. any of these smaller stature mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. units. Mm-hmm. That'd just be one example. There are many more, I'm sure. 
in the and game. Especially those smaller stature ones because, ironically, they are easier to hit So than, than most things. Right. So it is kind of like... But it's, it's kind of ridiculous. So like Valen Hook, for example, he gives out no knockdown. He has a big aura bubble of it. But do any of the units have tough? Now, if the answer is yes, then great. This works. But now imagine if none of the Infernals units had tough. I don't how know. stupid I, that's what the would that card is how for? How stupid would that? Yeah, for one turn. Yeah, and, but I, and I think that's good. I actually, I that's not, that's I not like. good enough. I think that with the ch- with the change in the engagement rule, uh, maybe tough has its uses. Because if you're engaged, yeah, tough has its uses. I mean, uh, knockdown has its uses. Or no knockdown. <clears throat> yeah, so no, no knockdown. Because if I'm engaging something and it gets knocked down and it sacks its combat action to stand up, it can't move away from me well, because I'm, it can't sack it again. Right? right. So let's say now I'm going to sack its movement, and um, you know, and then I guess it's still the only real it. example of this is Bart, because Bart's feet says you end in his bubble, you get knocked down. If uh, you have no knockdown, you say no, no, and you get okay. to finish your charge. That's nice try, it. idiot. Yeah, but that's that's the one corner case of all the casters, and I don't know how many we're up to already. How many? You know, that was always the, the big thing, right? How many casters were there in Mark Three? It was like a hundred and whatever. Million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many we're up to now? Well, it's three per army? how many factions? Yeah, yeah how many armies? Right. So we're, many? we're probably getting know, we're man. probably getting close to a hundred already. No. How many armies are there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. One, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five. So that's I don't, seventy-five. I don't, I don't really trust the way you counted that, but I'm going to go with it. Yeah. Seventy-five. The seventy-five. World, so we're up to seventy-five plus plus a few extra. So we're like at eighty. Yeah, that's true, because there's a couple now that have four. A couple that have all of them. Well, a couple have four. Oh, all of them. Oh, actually, some of them have four. So we're probably close to 100. We're getting really close to 100 already. Okay. That's amazing. Um, Love it. Except, yes. It's actually amazing when you think about it. I agree. I don't see So were we talking about lists? We were. We were talking about lists. And then then we invited Arthur to be on the cast. Seth does not understand You didn't invite me. It's just that I'm capable of doing 12 things at once because my brain is a part of But I'll try to dumb myself down to equal We have to go back. We need to rag on Jake more. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was defending We're Jake. United against Jake. I was trying to defend Jake. I was so aggravated. I opened up this Word document, and not only is all of his lists in this Word document, he formatted them so they were in the center of each each page. Nice and job, Jake. Yeah. That's good centering. Jake, we love you. I'm the only one defending you. But we we don't love how you send us lists. But that's yeah. okay, because we're working on something. So I'm still looking at Cody's list here. And okay, back got, to Cody. So they've got Zadaro- he's got Zadaroth, and he's got Amadeus, and those lists look almost almost identical. Well, sometimes the cast is enough to change it. Um, yeah, so so in, in Infernal's case, uh, it is a much more limited faction. So it's similar to like a Mark IV faction in that. So like you're, you're going to have a, a lot of overlap for sure. But then they will play quite differently. Actually... We should talk about the other exciting piece of tidbit news that was released recently. Okay. They're going to be scrambling in a roundabout way to come up with a third cast there for the uh, Cephalites. That's right. There was something. They actually mentioned that. Yeah. They're like, do we have to come up with a third cast for Cephalix? I really thought they just would have threw Cephalix away. I really wish they would have. They didn't. Get out of here, weird body boys. Yeah, I, I always found the faction to be weird. The problem, I, I, the problem was they came out with it and them. abandoned it. Yeah, I know. And they don't they, want to abandon anything. And they abandoned nothing like a champion. Yeah. Um, they, don't want to, they don't want to tell anyone that the models you own are invalid, so they're going to do that. So, all right. So, Infernals. Uh, Infernals are definitely still in play, having played uh, one game, now that I think about it. Only one game against Infernals. But, like, well, well, business. There's, there's a strategy here. 
and, and has nothing to do with the models that he's taking, because I don't know what half of them do, and that's the strategy. Mm. The ultimate black horse, or dark horse. Dark horse? Dark horse, black horse. Are they really dark horses anymore? I don't know. Well, when they first were released, they were fairly popular, because everybody wanted to play with the shiny new toy, right? Mm -hmm. And they, mm -hmm. they had some advantages. And then they kind of disappeared for virtually all of Mark III. I mean, you barely saw them. Well, they came out in Mark III, but like... They disappeared. I'm sorry, they're fine. In for the, the past half, couple years or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they were just gone. Yeah, and well, now all of a sudden... They, they maybe, took a couple nerfs. Yeah, and yeah. now with a clean slate, well, I mean, they kind of sneak in. Common. So, um, you know how many I, people are going to ask this kid, what does that do? Mm -hmm. I'm going to be that Stephanie guy. Stephanie Berry, mm -hmm. she, she had really um, taken that... that, that she At least, took I don't know if she... Yeah, I don't know if she created it. But it was through her that I saw the Infernal Brick for the first time. And that little engine that she would get going, where it would just uh, just be this like forever, uh, never short of of, uh, of any kind of resource, and I don't mm -hmm. know how exactly it worked. And then once that got broken open, be, or or uh, I should say nerfed, because mm -hmm. they nerfed the um, I think it was the tactician bubble the, the nerf tactician bubble thing. Then everyone was like, oh well, that's not going to work anymore. And people leave it alone, even though you could probably do more and different things. That's kind of the bane of our hobby, right? So let's move over to Ryan Schmidt's list. He's, uh, you know, unsurprisingly playing... Um, another weasel. <laughs> another weasel. He is unsurprisingly nice, uh, playing Legion. He does a podcast called Blightbringers that he swears is going to continue to put out podcasts. I'll believe it when I see it. Ryan Schmidt. But anyway... Don't pick on Ryan. He's got... Wow, we're just calling people out left and right in yeah. the podcast. Um, Who knew that this is going to be the gauntlet so drop? So both of his lists, he, they're both Ravens of War. Uh, one's Vale, one's Lilith. They both have two Angelia sisters. Do we do we actually have to talk about Legion? Why shouldn't we talk about? Because if you were ever gonna pick a sore subject for me, it would be Legion. Did Ryan touch you in a bad place? No, Legion did. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's not that. It's like it. it's like Ryan, <laughs> Nate, Jake. Because uh, don't forget, I am under this. I want to use the word delusion because I, I just don't want to hear any arguments about it. That, you know, the new stuff is better than the old stuff, even though I think the last big tournament, wherever that was, the winners were actually, I think, all old factions, not new. I believe that is correct. Yeah. But, you know, Legion, of course, was custom-tailored to be a winning team. Okay. From development. So, you know, whereas the other factions didn't get so much attention or love, but Legion did. Well, both of the lists have Azrael. Uh, both of mm -hmm. us have the Nithalim Bolt Thrower. He's mm -hmm. got uh, Nerefs in one, Seraph in the other. Seraph's uh, in both. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, so one list is like more heavily beast-focused with Vale. Right. And then the other list is uh, more infantry-focused. Yeah, he's got the Shard, he's got the Nisarch. Ooh, I'm glad I'm not playing. <laughs> I would not want to face that list. A um, little more infantry-focused. But yeah, yeah, lots of range attacks. Yeah, yeah, Lilith one had a lot of interesting changes made to her that that are definitely fun. I would say. Yeah. Did they keep Lilith one like strictly Lilith one, or did they kind of blend the three of them together? Uh, kind of blended them together. Actually, Lilith Reckoning is that. that is that a, Lilith three? That could be four. Oh, that's true. There are four Liliths, right? No, there's only. Oh, there yeah, is Mechano. Mechano Lilith. The Mechano Lilith's not not in here. Uh, Ravens of War. Another fair and balanced model created. Is Reckoning 1 or 3? That we don't play anymore in this edition that you should Oh, that we don't okay. Play Reckoning is so. 3. Sorry. So, yeah. yeah right. 3? Wasn't 3 the one on the uh, Slay? Yes. So, this so is now, did she come back on her own because they made Battle Engines legal again? Because, you know, a lot of the, like, um, uh, what's yes. her name? 
virtually all the battle engines. What's my Crick Skull's name? Prime. Uh, Scar. Or Denegra? Denegra. No, no, because, like... I don't like, think Denegra like, made it. Oh, no, Denegra did make it. Yeah, because yeah, De- Denny 3 from Crick's yeah. is now another caster. So yep. did they... Are there two Lilith casters for um, yeah. Legion? Yeah. Did you get one and three? One and or three, one? yep. One and three. Um, all right, adorable. so we, we spent a lot of time here on the weasels. Let's move on. Uh, let's go to classical masters. Arthur, were you deeply involved in the creation of the list for your team? You give us a little insight, your team strategy. I named the team, mm. and I did so because um, so Justin, uh, which I don't know how many people know this or don't know this, uh, but he is way into uh, classical music and all other stuff, which is... Uh, but nonetheless, his lists were named, I don't know, concerts that uh, I'm not totally familiar with, but I know that they are classical concerts, or at least pieces. And so I was like, yeah, all right, fine, well, we'll just be classical masters. List two is masters. Chopin Piano Concerto Number 1 in E minor. Yeah, there you go, 11. that's very specific. I see you ignoring list one. Because I can't pronounce that? Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Neither can I. Thanks for calling me Right, on so then I decided that we would all name our um, lists after uh, our favorite uh, classical Pro-Pro songs and actually I can I can say genuinely that my two list names are two of my favorite classical pieces alright and very easy to pronounce Bach Siciliano yes and Paco Bell's Cannon yeah nice yeah and uh, you went with Dwarves despite being on the phone with me and going over all these super cool lists you were really super excited about in Kador well because uh, it's still Kador and you know Kador sucks yeah, so you, you know what though I don't know if we've ever said this on the podcast so, ever, probably. I don't know that Arthur's ever heard this phrase in his entire life, frankly. Uh, but Arthur, you were right. I hear that phrase almost every day in my life. Balthazar Bamfist got Force Barrier. He, he did. He did. I that was the thing that you called out, maybe I episode did. five? I did. I did. Um, yeah, no, so I, I did flirt with the idea of some Man of War, which I was going to make Dave go to his storage unit and pull out all types of models, and if that didn't work, I was going to call you. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, it's not like I'm going to have them. And I was flirting with Irusk because in my head I was just like, Inhospitable Ground just sounds like it's an amazing spell mm-hmm. right now. It only costs two. Mm-hmm. Um, but, then yeah. I, but then I was like, eh, whatever. And uh, then I was thinking, Cricks. My biggest problem, and I think I've told you this personally, and, and it's true though, and now the whole world can know. And by the whole world, I mean the four people who listen. Seth's son's friends. Yep, yep, yep. Seth's son's friends. They can make fun of this. I've been playing Mercs and Dwarves in particular for three, four years now, straight, mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah. I, I barely deviated to anything. Uh, I mean, I dabbled some other Mercs, but I like I, I hate pirates, right? Yeah. Like pirates and ninjas, like that whole like little fad that popped. Yeah, it's terrible. Keep going. Get back on track there. I'm on track, and Clearly. I and I really didn't like steelheads. Uh-huh. So every so often I might play the little French army. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah. but for the most part, it was all dwarves. So back to your point. And then I was getting tired of dwarves. Uh huh. So then I was like, I'm going to get some cricks. And I get all the cricks. I got them all. Yeah, I know. I gave you some. You, you even gave me some. You gave me like a unit. Yeah. A little more than that, but A little going. bit more. And the least interested thing in all of cricks for me yeah. was Banes. Uh, no interest in Banes. Didn't care about Banes. Mm-hmm, I got mm-hmm. the Banes anyway. Yeah. Out of completeness, because that's the kind of guy I am. Yeah, yeah. But I really didn't give a rat's ass about Banes. I really actually wanted to play with, with Ogres. With boarding party, and mm. in my head I had this grandiose vision of I'm just gonna have all types of boarding party, and then you went dwarves. Yeah, then you went dwarves. Well, no, then... no, no, no. Then when Mark Four happened, I got my dwarves, and then I got 
Baines. And I was like, well, I've been playing Dwarves for years, and the thing I was really excited about, which was like the Satixis and all of that stuff, I didn't, I can't play. Mm. And then I'm done with Kador, as, as we all know. Yes. Yeah. Old Faction, 2010. Had, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I ended up back on Dwarves. All right. Because I didn't want to put my foot back on the Kador bandwagon, because I just would have been left with a big, foul mouthful of disappointment. Sure. Because so, that's what Kador does. So what's the uh, what's the team strategy there? You got Justin and Jake Van Meer. Oh, so, yeah, I'm sorry. Top you're right. Players. Yeah, I know what you're going to ask. So he is the deal, right? Yeah. We have this local scrub, and his name is JVM. And he is going to hopefully win every one of his games. And then we have this other scrub. His name is Justin Dew. Yeah. And he will hopefully win every one of his games. You have to have a third person win games. We have Steve King. Okay. Now, if Steve King... Steve King of the can go, Three Steve Burrito. Of the Three of Steve the, Burrito, right. Yeah, winners so, of the Captain Guy And, and Steve is a very talented individual, right? So let's assume he gets hit with all types of bad luck and he can win f- only four, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Chris Cornaccio, okay, the pretty boy of War Machine, because there isn't no fricker, right? So yeah. <laughs> Cornaccio mm-hmm. has to take up that torch. Yeah. It's not if, a stretch. If he can, guy. He's good. If he can win two... Three, because although he's been playing a whole hell of a lot on War Table, so let's yep. assume he can win three. He has. I've been impressed with his War Table preparation. Exactly my and point. And what faction is he playing? He, uh, he's, I think, he's, oh, he's playing Dusk. He's playing Dusk. He's playing Dusk. He might be the only Dusk player. I right. believe he is. And then the fifth player is the king of all scrubs, and that's me. Yep. I, my goal is I don't have to win a goddamn thing. I will jump on every grenade. I will take every worst matchup. I don't give a rat's ass. I got the other four. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. talk about the hanger on. I'm going to 5 win. Mm-hmm. I'm going to 5 win. Mm-hmm. That's, well, my, that's my plan. Well, Although, Mr. King is, is playing Signar First Army. Yes. Which um, is a good, a good legacy yeah. army for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a good I legacy. Into it. And he's got yeah. Siege and Cray. So he can definitely win some games. He's a very good player. Uh, and I think it's really funny that this time... Now, so Jake Van Meter is. Do you think uh, people misunderstood that I don't? I don't really believe that JVM and Justin do are the scrubs, right? Like, I, I'm. Yeah, you know, I, I think I was, people got that. Yeah, I, mean, I think they. But read, now we're explaining it. Now we're yeah. explaining. I'm running. I think, I think right? they read through your your, your clever clever uh, linguistic uh, well, leaps there. I mean, but, the fact that I said they both go five and zero, oh, which yeah. is maybe a little. Bossy. Yeah, don't don't worry, you're fine. Okay. So, um, you know, I think it's ironic though that Steve King, Jake Van Meter, has knocked him out of big events several times over his his gaming career, mm-hmm. and uh, now they're playing on the same team, so he doesn't have to worry about Jake <laughs> knocking him out of anything. Well, it's listeners true. may remember Jamie, uh, who was a Legion player, mm-hmm. and so our strategy going to Captain Cod, me and Steve King, we played with Jamie, had him on our team, right? Because we did not want to play. Yeah, because he would take a forty-minute yeah, turn, right. and at the end he would probably win because it was some sort of ridiculous Absalonia two assassination. At you know, if the you could survive turn two though, you were going to win yeah, that game. If you could live through that and be fine, but like it was so annoying. So we had him on our team, and we definitely played him into people who were like, okay, you can take this person; they will get annoyed. All right, so we can't talk about every list, right? I mean, as much as we would like to. So no, no one wants that. Yeah, that's um, true. But I would like to. So all right, let's. Well, uh, you're alone in that. Yeah. Fair enough. And uh, we really mean alone, like in the whole world. You're the only one. So let's move on to Minority Report. <laughs> they are coming. Very happy that they're able to make it. We love Minority Report. We do love Minority Report. Uh, and, I, and I find their, 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 their team very interesting. They've got... Uh, wait a minute. What? Their team is interesting. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no. Okay. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, okay. Their team is interesting. You want to know why their team's interesting? Oh, please share. 
Yeah, I love the look of pain on your face. Yeah, because I'm so excited about what's going to come out of your mouth next. Go ahead. Because they have a lot of culinary stuff that they do personally. Mm-hmm. Mostly Damon. Mm-hmm. And, and no, he, no, he... Not Terrence? Terrence who, no, who barbecues no, no, everybody? No, no, no. No? No. Damon okay. constantly posts on Facebook what he's eating for dinner. Uh-huh. Well. And he makes a lot of Italian food. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Let me rephrase, because I, I, I spoke uh, incorrectly. He makes a lot of Italian-style food. Okay. And so, I have to now make him ravioli. Uh, I'm sure he'll be very grateful. You make very good ravioli. Eh, he probably won't be that grateful. He's going to be like Terrence with the fucking bagels. I do have a hard time forgiving him for that. But that's not important right now. What is important... Oh, yes, sir. ...is that uh, Terrence is playing an Orgopolis. It's going to shoot you off the table. Um, Orgoth are good at that. Yeah. Yeah. And then we've got... Uh, someone's playing... Who is this? this is he only is... playing one? He, so his second list was um, had unreleased models, so I'm waiting, uh, for, I'm waiting for a replacement list. It's going to come. Uh, so then uh, Ishmael's playing uh, dwarves. He's playing Osram. And it's got... Uh, Who's that? Uh, Ishmael. He's got... Um, I don't know if I know who that is. Uh, you've met him before. He was at the Brawl last year. Good guy. Okay. Avalancher, Basher, Driller, Gunner, Gunner, Rockrim, Bamfist, uh, Gudrun, a Boker. Yay! Uh, Steelhead, Gunner. Uh, Stone Lord, Google Goder, Thor, and then uh, two artillery core, two forge guard, tactical arcanist core. I don't know. Sounds don't, pretty standard. Yeah, yeah, but I I don't love playing the dwarf list. I, I got to be honest. It's he's not, got a, he's you have got, to remember it's not going to be as scary as it used to be because there's no more fire for effect. Uh, and then he's got a, a rule guard list here with Durgan, right? Avalanche, blaster gunners, two siege, two siege crawlers. Mm. Wow. Yeah, Marlo. so he's under the impression he's going to live some type of magical dream on his feet turn with those two siege crawls. And then he'll reread Durgan's feet and realize what a piece of shit it is. And then he'll throw the model in the trash just like I did. <laughs> okay. For more positivity. Well, but I don't have any opinion. Yeah. We can move on to Damon who's playing, I believe it's Damon who's playing the uh, Infernals. We already mm-hmm. discussed Infernals. He's got uh, a lot of Lamenters in one list. and uh, Zataroth and Obadamos. Yeah, Zataroth and Obadamos. And then... Um, uh, we have a Signar Storm Legion list here. Mm-hmm. Greg Morrison. He's, uh, what do we got here? We got Debaro mm-hmm. is his first caster, right? And Anson Wolf is his second. So, it, I, mean, I mean, it looks to me at least that they've got um, a couple lists here that are going to shoot the bejesus out of some people. You know, a couple lists that are going to take take one on the chin, and then you got to hope it survives. And then the Dark Horse list there, you know. But, uh yeah, that seems like a very interesting uh, uh, arrangement of armies. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's move on. No Kador so far. Uh, no, I've not heard Kador on a single one of these teams. There's actually a lot of Kador uh, on some of these lists. It's okay, Kador yeah. sucks. No one cares. Okay. Move on. All right, so let's go on to uh, <laughs> the League of Very Ordinary Gentlemen. Uh, I like this name. Yeah, it's Nate M's team. I love Nate M. Rick, Rick Coey's on that team, Adam Mori. I don't know who those other people are, but I know okay, Nate. Okay, Les Dunlap, you know. He's playing dwarves. I know a lot of people about John- face. I'm bad with names. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that a lot when I when we get these lists, and I got to look through, and perhaps on a team they don't actually write their full names; they just write their first names or worse, nicknames. Mm-hmm. And it's like I need to know who's on this team because I got to make sure that they bought a ticket. You can't just say <laughs> yeah. the man, the plan. You yeah, know? yeah, like, right. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Well, John Boker is actually John Becker. And, All right, that's uh, fine. Yeah, okay. I'll allow it. All right. Uh, For so an extra two dollars. Nate's playing. <laughs> Nate's playing Grimkin. Really? Really? What broken crap is there in Grimkin that made Nate jump on that train? I don't know, but he's playing. Uh, uh, he's got to have a plan. 
Zavanna Aga, the Fate Keeper, as his one caster. Okay. Well, and she's new. And then the Wanderer and the other. As the other. Yeah, and then the Wanderer's got uh, two Clockatrices, two Crabbits, Skin and Bones, Baron Tunlick, Grave Ghouls, two of those, Dread Harvester, Carriana Rose, the Malady Man, one, two of those, uh, three Dread Rots, two Murder Crows. So it's like, like a very infantry heavy list. I always like yeah. Murder Crows. And then, well, that's that's what that's what Wanderer does, right? And, and he's very hard to assassinate, Wanderer. He is. Well, and he's I supposed think, to be. How about that? Well, I, I mean, the times I've played, I've always had a lot of trouble trying yeah, to assassinate yeah, yeah. him. And and I know certainly that it, the, the meta at least seems to be at this point very assassination focused. Mm. Is so, it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so it'll be it's interesting because a lot of I find it, playing Storm Legion, my experience is largely games end fast. Or I lose. Right. Well, that's because you play like a cowboy. Yes. And you shouldn't. That's true. That's um, all true. Rick's playing Winter Core. Right, but we're skipping one. that because nobody cares about it. Uh, that's right. A couple of no, I'm kidding. I played against Winter Core today. Who? All right. Uh, it was against Tony. Oh, Lincoln. the other guy. Yep. Um, and I have to say, now, as much as I, I do want to say, and I do think I do think that the, the um, you know, the classic armies... They've got game. Yeah. They absolutely do. Yep. Some more than others, perhaps. Uh, playing into, like, playing Storm Legion into another Mark IV army is kind of a different experience. Although most of that is because I don't really know what Wintercore does. Fair enough. So getting shot three times by the same slammer gun. Yeah. It's just like... Uh, I must not have felt good. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, Avenging Force. All right. He slammed my light three inches, so which was pretty low for a slam. Uh, and then, so he moved three inches, awesome, and then ancillary attack, so, okay, there goes another one of my heavies, and then, all right, now it moves and shoots on its own, there's another heavy, and it's just like, yeah, yikes. Well, Borisuk, stuff. Borisuk's got, uh, what is it, one, oh, don't two, get me started on him. three dire, four dire wolves, and then th- two great bears, three great bears, that same one four great bears, four times. holy crow. Seven, seven heavies already. Yeah. And then, uh. I'm telling you, the, the slam gun with Borisk. Is uh or Boris Yuk is uh is pretty good because during his feet it's similar to Wolf's feet, where if you kill a model, or the if, if the Boris Yuk player kills a model, then uh, a battle group model can move and make an attack, uh, and other battle group models. So like, right. but this slam gun has follow up, and you can give it the slammer head, which gives it an extra two inches, gives it grand slam. So like this thing can move out of activation you could take avenging force which is if um it, it's it's like righteous vengeance yeah but it covers your 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 uh control range so like okay i kill i damaged don't have to kill damaged a warrior model uh it's gonna move and then shoot and then if it slams something it's gonna move that distance right and then uh during his feet or you can ancillary attack it and then it does that again and then during his feet something else moves it along and then like it's going to shoot something, slam it, it's going to follow so up, and then start whacking something else. This thing can easily walk 16 inches in one turn. I don't know if easily is the right word. Easily certain. is the right word. Oh, really? So yeah. if, it, if you can hit... If so, so the trick is you have to hit something that you can slam, which heavies you don't slam. With the momentum gun, they don't get slammed. So like that's the only thing. But if you've got stuff like dwarves that you can hit and that can set, you can send them flying, then like three inches is the minimum that you move. And if you can do it three or four times, like, and if you average four or five inches, and then you have the grand slam head, so it's really yeah. a five inch minimum, right? Uh, grand no, slam. No. Oh, no, it, oh, it's D three plus two. 
plus two. So okay. one to five. So minimum three. You're right. Yeah. yeah. All right. But you probably get four. <laughs> if you do All it right. three or four times, like... Well, Baranova is his second caster, and it looks like I got uh, two dire wolves and two great bears in that one. This seems to be a little more infantry here. Shock troop gunners, shock troop gunners, winter core infantry, um, and then uh, two officers, two arcanists. Yeah, I played against six eight. heavies with Baranova yeah. today. It was tough. Yeah, it sounds like it. And then uh, over here to Adam Mori, he's taking the uh, armor court. Mm-hmm. He's got three juggernauts, my favorite Jack and Kodiak. Really? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. your favorite Jack? I love the juggernauts. You're so boring. Uh, and then he's got the Forge Sears, Dracoon, Kovnik, Suppressor, two units of mechanics, Demo Core with the uh, Sergeant Dragos. Oh, Demo Core are amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Like, no. Demo Core could almost get a whole show just on how good they are. They made them so much better than they ever used to be. They okay. got they got a buff to armor mm-hmm. by going to seventeen. Yep. They got shield wall, yep. which mm-hmm. brings them up to a nineteen, mm-hmm. and you can't knock them down because mm-hmm. uh, they have steady because of that. And uh, they still have their mini feet to spread the damage. And then I mean, you have to put what's his name in. Yeah, Dragos. Uh, Dragos. And so th- this is one of those situations where one unit's great, and two units is a waste of time. Right, mm-hmm. like, because mm-hmm. all your eggs are in the Dragos unit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. there is no buying a second unit, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty easy to throw Iron Flesh on them, bringing them up to a twenty-one, and then they're gonna have vengeance. Right, because Dragos gives them vengeance. Yeah, like yep. they are so much better. Yeah, I'll give them that. They are so much better. That would be one unit I'd be excited to have on the on. The and he's taking Harkovich as a second list. I don't think that's, that's see, a, I don't think that's such yeah, a bad idea. The, and Black Ivan, Destroyer, Grolar, uh, Juggernaut, Kodiak, Spriggan. I had and the, the Siege Chariot. Siege Chariot. Who, well, that's that's a mistake. Um, I, I don't remember who I had this argument with about Black Ivan not necessarily being worth two more points than a uh, Destroyer. I think he's worth two points. It, it's a tough call, but I think he's worth two points. You get a point of rat. The weapons are about the same. Because mm-hmm. they're both PAL 17. Mm-hmm. One has Crit Invitation and the one has Crit Brutal. Mm-hmm. So that's about the same. Uh, maybe Crit Brutal's better. But then Hard again, sometimes... Say. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I, I think they're about the same. So for two points, you're getting a, a Point of Rat, and you're getting Evasive. Mm. Uh, and you're getting uh, his... Well, with Harkovich, you'd get the Bond. Sure. Which is... Um, what is that called? Swift Hunter now? I think when you shoot something, you move two inches. Yep. Yeah. And evasive, by the way, is if you get hit by an attack, you can move two inches. I think a ranged attack if only. Get, if you get missed by a ranged no, attack. No. So if you get hit by a ranged attack, you move two inches. Interesting. Not, okay. not missed. Um, so then we... So I, I think that's worth two points, but I'm not... Hmm? Yeah, I could see that. I mean, so any kind of increase in your ability to use your stuff, you which get, is the rat... Increase. You get more movement out of him, and you get the point of rat, yes. Yeah, so like that's that has a lot of... Like every turn of the game, that can matter. But the other factor is they changed Harkovich too, and I would argue that they changed Harkovich for the better. Because he used to have the crappiest spell in the game, Broadside, and now he has Fire Group, where mm. all his models get boosted attack rolls mm. with guns. That's worth casting. Hmm. I mean, it kind of direct, but you said he has three Juggernauts in that list? Uh, no. No. Oh, no, that was the, the other list. one. Okay. The list. This is Black Ivan, a Destroyer, a Grolar, one Juggernaut, a Kodiak. A Spriggan, and I believe only the Juggernaut and a Kodiak don't have a gun, right? The Spriggan has a gun, but it's a POW 10. It's like a utility yeah. it, it gun. Literally, it's a POW 10 if you want to do damage. It's terrible. Grolar's still Rat 4, though, so I guess he's dependent on... Uh, Gro- the Grolar is solid, though. Okay. 
Well, here's the other factor that they another thing the that dual they, attack all over the place is nice. Dual attack. Well, here's the other thing about Grolo, about the Grolar. Or he's so guided fire. You have to remember he has yeah. the guided fire, so those are going to be free boosts on that mm-hmm. Rat Four. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, they made a change to um, what the hell is his name? Um, roadblock, blockhead, blockhouse, uh, brickhouse. Oh, saying yeah, everything yeah, yeah. but. The, the, uh, bulkhead? Bulkhead. That's it. Bulkhead. Not in that list. He's not in the list. But they changed the rule on him. They gave him Mark Target, which is kind of interesting. Cause they did? Yeah, oh that, my gosh. that gives him a function. Because mm. you kind of throw him up there, and you got a few Grolars, and now all those Grolars right, are right six. He's four. And they're boosted. you got to really if, throw him up there. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Now, now he goes further, though, when he runs. That's true. Fair enough. But the, the, the kick in the dick is the fact that if you take a Kovnik... The Covenant can still only give the plus two movement. Desperate pace. Desperate pace to a unit. Yeah. You yeah. can't give it to a friggin' solo, which I always hated. Still hate yep. it. Are they that worried about a strike tanker moving six inches instead of four? Uh, is it that really? Is that the issue? No, I do. Th- I think. I, I don't even know if it, that is the issue, just because I think desperate pace is. Always is it a universal unit. rule for everybody? Yeah, yeah, it's always been unit. It's always unit. Yeah. So uh, it may not be that. Although, okay, so go back to the Grolar though. It now has volume fire, which I don't think it had before. Or if it did, it might have had the, the other version, which wasn't as good, because now it gets plus two to hit. Yes, I think know, they most hit. recently That's gave true. it the volume fire. Prior Versus to that, the, it had some other crap roll. Burst yeah. fire or something, something like that, like that, which was just yeah. the damage. Which right. is like, yeah. The other thing that they did with the Grolar, uh, is, which is also a major buff, they increased its melee range. That, that oh, hammer yeah, used to be range one. Two. Now it's range two. Hmm. And it has ram, which I think always had ram. It always had ram. It always on a knockdown. Grolar's a good jack. It is. Yeah. It, the, the, got Pathfinder. The problem, and it's got the heavy boiler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is the cost. You can't it's go 15 crazy. 15 points. Yeah, you can't go crazy with them. I mean, mm-hmm. one, two tops, that's really all you can do. And I guess that's why they're pointed so high. Can you imagine four in a list? Well, it, yeah, between well, Grolas I mean, and... <laughs> and honestly, I mean, if... Do you play Orgoth? <laughs> if they were cheaper, uh, the... Fair the, enough. The Decimator Clam Jack is another one that I think is interesting, but 16 points on that one. Yeah, any but, kind of like auto cannon, anything with volume fire. Like these volume fire guns in this edition, especially on Warjacks, are all very good, and I'm very jealous that Storm Legion does not have one. You have other stuff, so stop it. All right, so just to round out this team, we have John. He's bringing his trolls back. He's got uh, Borka, right? And it looks like he's got a Dire Troll Earthborn, two Earthborns. Uh, champions, Runebearer, Whelps. Oh, four units of Grail Warriors? Is that what I'm seeing there? Northkin Elders, Northkin yeah. Raiders. You could run four champions. units. Skull Usually every, everything I've seen was so far was FA3. I've never seen an FA4. That's an no, FA4. That's out there. A lot of units, a lot of, a lot of units are FA4. A, uh, lot, of, a lot of the 10-man going down to five yeah. got like a weird FA bump. Banes are only FA3? They were not 10 down to five. Or at least one of them wasn't. What do you mean 10 down to five? Right. What do you, I don't know what you mean by so like so like uh, like Creel warriors were a 10, 10 man unit yeah and so now they're five man so, yeah, so are banes were bane knight uh, I guess bane knights both of them yeah no both knights and, and warriors okay. I don't know what was ten man I'm just telling second, you it exists second uh, casters I know, uh, so I like uh, in the winter cores oh they're not out yet so we don't know never mind uh, so he's got uh, brawler Mar, earthborn northkin shaman uh, champion room bear bear handlers two units of those guys. The Fire Eaters. Are they older. still ridiculous? No. Uh, you know the what? Bears? No. Uh, yes and no. So they're, they're, they're good in ways that they were good before. Uh, ambush is now terrible for them. Why? Yeah. Because when you ambush, you have to forfeit your movement or action. 
Seriously? No more yeah. charging in off the There's side. No more charging in off the side on the turn you enter. So you enter on the three inch line, and then you can either move or stand there if you don't have a gun. So you don't. You can't. All right. So you no. cannot run. I thought that you might be able to charge. You just can't do both. So if I if I set up at three inches, but you happen to be five inches away from the table, I should still be able to charge you. No. It was the problem in the past was that you move, we'll say you're six inches, and then charge another, no. you know, nine inches, and, th and that would be an 18 inch from the edge of the table. You would think they'd let you do one or the other, just not both. I don't know what you're talking about there. Okay. It used to be you set up your models within three inches of the yeah. board edge. Then they move. No. Oh, they no. would do their regular, you're thinking like 40K or whatever. Sorry. You're, right. you're, you're thinking multiple. Uh, you're right. Then they would just charge, we'll say, yeah, yeah, nine yeah. inches. Which is good. Like, that's not terrible. Right. So, depending give on you the a unit. 12 inch, we'll say, from the board. Yeah. Or if you get like Hunter's Mark in there, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But now you have to forfeit movement or action. So, okay. like, if you, you're either walking or if you have a gun, you're shooting. Right. Or you're walking. So, like, it's not. I won't, I won't write it off entirely because I think. I, I do think that there <coughs> are going to be applications. But usually it's going to be better to just. Like, virtually everything that has ambush has advanced deploy. So uh, just advanced yeah. deploy. Do we have any ambushes with guns? Uh, Miss Hunters are now ambushers. Mm. They have guns. Okay. That's not horrible. No, not horrible at all. Uh, just to finish off his team, uh, we've got Les Dunlap. I'm so glad he's coming. Uh, he's got his rule guard. Because he's giving you new tires? No. Because he's just a super guy. I'd love to see him. He actually came down to Maplewood, him and John. They just made the trip down from uh, upstate. Oh, New that's York. right. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Didn't I, yeah, that guys. was like a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's move on to the Necrotex. Why, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are we doing another team? We've already done three. Okay, I'll just very quickly do this last one, okay? You drop the name. you got to do it. They're yeah, going to hear their yeah. name. They're going to be all excited. You can't yeah. stop. Uh, so Sean is coming with uh, Kador. You know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to interrupt. I'm not going to say a word so we get through this as fast as humanly possible. Sean Hopkins. Because I think that would be the best play. <laughs> coming do you through agree, with Kador. <laughs> if I didn't know that's what you were going to do before you started, I'd be I really am going to do that now. Uh, you've already been doing it. What are you talking about? Are you going to pretend you undo it? Uh, so he did something really interesting. I heard him on another podcast uh, talking about... He likes to theme his armies mm -hmm. uh, with paint and everything else. So he said his his uh, Kador were caught behind the, the, the Crick's lines. And they are camouflaged to appear mm. Crick's. So there's a lot of green on them and there's a lot of black on them. Oh man, I can't wait to see that. Yeah, and, and I'm, act I'm excited to see it. So uh, yeah, he was on Shop Talk, which is a podcast that I feel like I should have mentioned. I like what that guy does. They, they're on uh, the west, west side of uh, uh, Canada near uh, Seattle. Maybe we should invite them on. Yeah, yeah. Or we uh, can have you go on there. Uh, but I think it'd be more polite if we invited, invited those No, I'm officially in. inviting you onto their podcast. Okay. All right, good. So I'm going to... Uh, you can schedule that yourself. So he's got uh, Boris Yuck is, is one caster, Baranova is the other. Uh, looks They look pretty pretty jack-heavy in yeah. both lists. Well, and so actually, so shout out to whoever on their team, maybe it is Sean Hopkins... Uh, organized all this because it's lovely to look at. Yeah, they did the best job so, organizing their list. Yeah, they definitely win a prize for that. Because, yeah. like, so yeah, it looks like it's mostly Warjacks, but then you look down, oh, there's a whole Solos Units section. Yeah, yeah. Now, but it is still mostly Warjacks. Is the great Adam Pricer, also super excited to see that guy, uh, is also playing Baranova and Boris Yuck. Mm. Uh huh, yeah. And, uh, and Chris Gunther, uh, he is playing Horuskaha and Kishtar. 
right? We've got Haruskaha with uh, looks like four jackals and four five tyrants. One, two, three, four tyrants and three jackals. What is that? Yeah, three jackals and four tyrants. Mm. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Yeah, a couple very similar lists. Um, no, uh, in either list, I don't see any of the uh, the Uruks. Is that no? That's uh. Yeah, that's that's, Lord, that of the that's Rings. Lord of the Rings. Unger, uh, Ulkors. Ulkor. Yeah, Ulkors. Yeah. Uh, it's got two Warwitch Coven in each list. It looks like the Jack just lo loaded out differently for Gishtar for shooting, obviously. Yeah. That'll um, shoot you off the board. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, then we have Glenn coming on with his uh, Gearheart and Lucas list. Mm. Look at that. Uh, there's there's a little bit of uh, 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 Crucible Guard sprinkled throughout all the teams. It's very mm -hmm. interesting. Mm -hmm. I, I, that would surprise me uh, because I thought that I don't know. The general common uh, multi think was that you know they 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 had taken the biggest hit in the new edition. It's uh, I would say of the of the limited factions. So I think all the limited factions in some like just as a baseline have a bit of an advantage. Mm -hmm. They do have more casters mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, than let's say the legacy factions. But I think yeah, of all the ones that changed, I mean it it is kind of a toss up. I would say between. I think Infernals probably came out the most ahead in terms of all of the the limited factions. Conk. I I think they no I think they were leaning the most. Well, I guess it depends on what you count Strange Bedfellows as. If that was originally Convergence or if that was like a Merc list, hmm. because losing that like there's a lot of and then like the changes that surround um, Gatsby Four or whatever like there's a lot of things in that they can't play the way they did. And I think Crucible Guards is the same, gotcha. where you can't play the same way, mm -hmm. but I think you still have a lot of game. It's just like. It's a different game. They, they sure. just got nerfed to oblivion because no one at Property yeah. Press plays them. Mm. Uh, and then, then rounding out, we have Travis. Travis Marr coming. Always a pleasure to see Travis. I'm really excited he's actually coming out to our event. Mm -hmm. Is it though? Yeah, I'm really excited because uh, I, I want to know his impressions. want to know what he thinks. And also, Travis is just a cool guy to hang around with, so I'll be happy to see him. Oh, but here's the thing. Okay, if you're going to be there and you're going to be at the Boca Brawl, which I assume you all are. If yeah. you're not, buy your tickets. He's not a judge there. Nope. And I don't see I don't say that as a territorial thing for for Seth or anything. I'm saying that because he's there to play. He's there to play. So don't do not uh, interrupt his games to ask him for a ruling. Because do not do that. I will throw you out. <laughs> because he's I'm because not he's a great guy too, and he's going to say, "Oh yeah, let me help you." Yeah, that's right. right. So yeah. do not put him in the situation where he will say yes because he will say yes, and that's very yep. nice of him. But that is incorrect of you to ask. Yep. Do not I ask him get, for I rules. I can get rules wrong all by myself. Don't need Travis to help. I bought uh, him a present. What's that? I actually bought Travis a present. Mm. What'd you get him? Beatles Revolution. Nice. Nice. All right, so uh, he's he's rocking some uh, Signar. We've got Major Anson Wolf and uh, Captain Athena DeBarrio. DeBarro? DeBarro, right? DeBarro. DeBarro. Yeah. He's got uh, Corsair Striker. Three Is this strikers. the same team? Yeah, it's all the same team. I'm telling you, they're coming to win. They are coming to win. Yeah, it's a lot of, it's all, it's either Mark IV or Limited Factions. Yeah. It will be interesting to see, and I hope some people do, like, analysis on... I mean, it's all Mark for or limited factions. So, it, or limited. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's... only two choices. No, so limited, so I mean it's, like, limited factions as in Convergence, Crucible gotcha. Guard, Infernals. Yeah. Um, so it's all Mark for or limited factions, which is, I think, a, an interesting and powerful choice. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. So, uh... So I know we don't, we want to, we want to move on from the teams, but I want to give you the best named team of all the submitted lists. Victor, Which is not, this is not meaning that they're, they're winning the award for best, best like, team, theme spirit. Or team yeah. spirit or whatever we're calling it. Weasels. But they're, 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 they're starting off with, they're starting, off, with, starting off well here. No, it's Vintner Railthorn's Technicolor Murder Coat. 
No, it's Weasels. I love that. I think that's so funny. And that is, uh, that's the Delaware group. That's uh, Dan Raven, Pete Delaney, Paul Wasaki, Erica Benavore, Andy Benavore. Uh, they're, they are such outstanding folks. They've done such an amazing job organizing in and the community. And saying good stuff. And, and, well, you were just playing at an event they just run, ran. Why don't you tell everyone about that event? Because I think it was amazing. It was, it was amazing. a great event. It was a great Oh, you event. went too? Yep, I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, they call it a team roller because it was a team steamroller. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the kick was the teams were assigned after everybody got there. So you went knowing you would be on a team, but you didn't know who your teammates would be. So, which immediately I, I liked because it's something where it's like, okay, this is, this is a, a serious event in the sense that we do want to win. We're going to play, you know, everybody wants to win. Uh, but it definitely takes a lot of the sort of like pressure of, that can come from a team event because it's like, oh, we just got randomly mad. So we're just going to all do our best. We're going to, you know, have a good time. And we're going to think about, we're going to like interact. You're going to strategize with people that you haven't had opportunity to like do that with. Like instead of it just being like your normal people. So it reminds me of that. Right. There was that story from back in the day, and I don't know where exactly it happened. It might have been like in an Iron Gauntlet, where it was the same thing. Where it was a team event, and like who's who or who, whatever. And, and the two people who I think accidentally got paired up with each other, because maybe it was a standard team event, but then they had two guys drop off, and so they're like, mm-hmm. hey, you can play together. And it worked out to be um, uh, Gareth and uh, Fiona. Mm-hmm. Um, and people realize really quick that when you pop those two feats together, which, you know, one says you minus oh, one yeah, die yeah, and the yeah. other one says you can't boost at all. Right. It's, it's really disgusting. Oh, now let me be clear. This is like, this is like a, it's not like a multi-caster event. It's a, like you're, you're like we did like the German style or whatever. So team it's, pairing. So it was like a mini. No, but I'm saying you had a list with the caster and your, 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 oh, I got what you're it's saying. It's like, like yeah, yeah, it was just two individual games. Three. But yeah. They were teams of three. Oh, teams um, three. Sorry. Yeah. So, but it was great, and um, they did all three D terrain, which I yep. loved. Yeah, look great. Those tables look great. Mm-hmm. Now, let me just throw this out there now. This is the same group that's going to be running the events at Nova, mm-hmm. and if this is any sample of what Nova is going to look like, and I know it is, Nova is going to be amazing. The events that they are going to run are going to be fantastic, mm-hmm. and Nova more than any other convention that I'm aware of, requires those early purchase of tickets mm-hmm. because they base spacing on how many tickets right. have been purchased. So if you're thinking about going to Nova, make those plans early, buy those tickets, and reward the effort these guys are putting in to, to just make these events fantastic. Yeah, it'll be the the prettiest War Machine event by far. Well, and they also year. run a really good event. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And, uh, yeah they just but I think I, I just want to highlight, like, it's nice to play on those tables. Like, oh, yeah. it's it's a lot of fun. It feels very thematic. My last round was on a in a town square with buildings around, and you know, beating the tar out of Menoth. It was great. Yeah, it yeah, was. It sounds like who was the aggressor? I don't know. But, I, I, uh, I stopped by. I was there to, to, to you know say hi, shake hands, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Couldn't stay for the day, and I was sorry that I couldn't. It was, mm-hmm. uh, it was remarkably jealous. It was very fun, and and. Uh, Round uh, at, at the end of the event, um, one of the judges mentioned how, like, round one, everybody was playing somebody they had never played before. That's pretty cool. Which too. was really fun. And, like, yeah. the two teammates, one I knew, uh, Frank from up in Poughkeepsie. Yep. Um, plays Crucible Guard. And another guy that I didn't know from Delaware, I believe, uh, who was playing Circle. And so it was great to be like, oh, sweet. Like, let's talk about, like, what are we playing? Who, who do we want to play into? And just, like, people yeah. I've never teamed up with. Right, before. right. Gives you all sorts of opportunity for great conversation. So, so I would say if you want to run a team event and you're just like launching a team event, 
this is a really good way to do it. Yeah. It's way easier to just show up, be a person showing up to get put on a team, than try and wrangle your own, like, teams. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's nice. Now, the downside is uh, the organizers, three of them had planned to play, and they realized that they, were, they would then be the, the uneven team number, and they didn't want anyone to have a buy round. So, like, there were five judges there for the event. So, uh, that is the downside. They but, took the hero's path. Yes. yes fell on their sort of which greatness. Seth often walks. Fair enough. That's All why right. he's so bad at the game. It's true. Uh, I, do, <laughs> I do not play enough. So, let's do a, a really short judges' corner. I know we've been uh, broadcasting for almost an hour, but I want, I'd like to do a little short judges' corner. Uh, and good job, Erica, on your... Um, podcast you did with uh, Privateer Press. Oh, yeah, that was very impressive. Since we're talking about them, I yeah. wanted to yeah. get that in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because um, I'm thoughtful and you're not. It's, it's true. You are very thoughtful and um, I am not. Moving on to a judge's corner. So first I want to kind of throw out a judge's apology. There was mm-hmm. a, a, a thread on Facebook. Someone had talked about they discovered a way to have a critical miss, a double one, oh, yes. be a critical hit. I read that. Yeah. And, it, and, and I don't know, I did not intend for what I put out there to, to be perceived as frustrated or negative, uh, but it certainly was, and oh. I certainly was frustrated while I was typing it, because like so many other rules questions, they can be solved by looking at the timing chart. So I'm sorry if I got short with anyone on Facebook, it was just, everyone was coming up with these, the, you know, this way, they're, well, it says this here, and says that there, it's like, except... Look at step three. Look at step five. You know, you can't... What it came down to is that the ancillary effect of the uh, of the AOE gun, uh, that doesn't take effect. Uh, that's an other effect. The auto-hitting part. Yeah, the, the, yeah uh, that's, a, that's an auto-effect that takes place after you determine the hit or the miss. Long story right. short, there's no such thing as a critical miss that hits. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm sorry if I... Uh, I, think, I, I think the problem is that nowhere in the two paragraphs in question... Does it mention or reference that you should look at the chart? Now, it might do that somewhere else in the book, but obviously just from reading words, you could see why people would make this mistake. Oh, yeah. They, they don't reference the timing chart enough That's in the, the rule problem. Book. Uh, undoubtedly. I think it would, it would help a lot. I'm not saying the know. rule's not there. Yeah. I'm just simply saying it's hard to find. Maybe. Well, the, the, the rules are how, are how things work, and the timing chart is when, they, when well, they take effect. When I read the article you know, the first time, and people were quoting the, the two paragraphs of text, I was like, holy shit, I think they're onto something here. Because yeah. I didn't think about the timing chart either. Right, right. Well, uh, similar, but, so like, similar to, <coughs> this, this is the classic thing, though, right? You go up to the table, they got a rules question, yep. and you're like, okay, what does the card say? And, they're like, and they read it, and they stop halfway through the rule, and they're like, see? And then you're like, okay, what does the rest of the rule say? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that, is, that is very much how well, a lot of Usually the opposite go. happens to me. <laughs> uh-huh. Usually I realize, because I've read through half the rule, I have to be instructed to do so, and then I look at the second half, which I've never gone right, that yeah. far, and I'm like, yeah. oh, sh- right, sorry. Never mind. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's literally the second word. Right. On on, on, on a rule. Like, Friendly faction. Oh, okay. Damn it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, that, that's happened. Yeah. yeah. That's how it, it happens. happens. Yeah. It happens. It happens to the best of us. Yeah, sure. And you know what I try to do when I'm judging, and I always tell folks who, who are getting into the judging game that this should be a, a common practice, is when someone has a question about a process or a procedure, even if I know it backward and forward, which is rare, usually I have to look it up anyway, I always have everybody read it together because mm-hmm. my goal is you shouldn't call me back to the table again for this. You should learn. You want to teach a man to fish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and at one point, I, I think I was doing it. I, I, 
was at a Captain Con, and it was, I was exhausted. It was one of those times that the team event was running, like, six rounds in one day, and, you know, um, and I was, uh, I was like, okay, let's read it out loud, everybody, <laughs> and the guy was like, wow, you're really making me feel like a jerk for asking. I'm like, well, it wasn't what I'm trying to do. <laughs> let, me, let me start again. <laughs> let me start again. But, you know, that's the goal, right, that everyone should learn and, and, and you know, not have to need judge, be able to do it yourself. All right. Was there anything else that we wanted to highlight for Judge's Corner? I don't think so. Well, we don't want to talk about the rule change for engagement? Nah. Okay. It's kind of a big one. All right. It kind of changes. If you have to. kind of changes. So the rule change is, it's changing basically to disengaging, Mm -hmm. where uh, only if you begin your activation within melee range of something, uh, and then try to leave it, Using your, you know, using your movement, your normal movement. Uh, Do you forfeit your combat? Yeah, you will forfeit your combat. Whereas previously, it was people could very cleverly have one infantry model in the way, which you would have to engage on your path to your real target, and therefore that little one model Correct. is kind of messing up your whole charge because you don't have unstop. Correct. Well, and I, I just the way I just said I, all I, that I like was the new rule. kind of from memory, and so I, I actually want to read it because sure. I definitely said some things that did not sound right. Well, well no, 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 you're right. If you start your activation engaged, you can't leave. You can't charge. You can't charge. Well, fine. Right. No, well, okay, here we go. That's I'm going to read it. The wording, but, so, yeah. okay, so that's true. What Seth just said is if you are currently engaged, you cannot charge. Right. That's different from disengaging. Mm-hmm. So disengaging, a model that begins its normal movement and engaged and advances out of one or more non-incorporeal enemy models' melee ranges during its normal movement must forfeit its combat action that activation. And a model in a unit that was engaged prior to being placed as a result of the unit's normal movement must also forfeit its combat action that activation unless it is placed within the melee range of any models that were previously engaging it. So the difference being the begin its normal movement engaged and advances out of one or more blah 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 right because previously it was if you are leaving engagement basically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah as as arthur was describing you could have screening models that are screening with their weapons so that if you pass through if you try and charge through or something like that you can't but now through. you can yeah turns out that a 10 a 10 ton freight train of a robotic monstrosity running past a man with a broadsword is not going to stop for that broadsword. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, turns out. Functionally, I think it definitely changes because it hurts screening because mm-hmm. now the only way to screen is with physical models. Yep. Correct. Uh, but it well, increases the value. Wait, not true. You can screen with terrain. And the only reason why I mentioned mm. terrain specifically is because we do have the new defenses. Well, and the yet. new defenses... Oh, that's true. Kind that's of true. Pro- well, you're right, but it's yeah. placeable terrain, so... Yeah. Yeah, right. you can build strategy right. around it. You can. Yeah, so the... But otherwise... But yeah, so the, it, it decreases the value of um, screening. Yes. But I would say it increases the value of jamming. Not by improving jamming, but by making screening worse. Yeah. So like now it's it's actually more important that you end up engaging a model instead of like I think it's better outside. I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think it's better the way it is now versus the way it was a month ago. It is simpler. It is simpler. I'll certainly give it that. Yeah. It's, it it's just like oh, am I engaged? Maybe, okay, I got to worry about maybe this. Am people, I not engaged? I don't have to worry. Maybe maybe there was some I don't know discrepancies over the charge lane, and now you don't have to worry about that so much. Like right. wait, I think you were gonna clip this guy's sword. Like. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you know, I'll tell you one of the things that makes the game a little simpler. One mm-hmm. of the immediate changes for me, well, and this may not be everybody because I'm a bad player, but um, I was always very concerned with do, do enough of my models have a melee range 
for the purposes of screening. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And now I don't have to worry about that. I can throw that all, not doing that. all gun jack in, in, into a list and not worry that it's, it's not going to also be able to screen something. That's true. That's yeah. a good point. So that means if you have a double gun jack like you did on that uh, first event, and you were engaged because the present jammed oh, yeah. you, you could actually walk backwards and still shoot? No. No, you would have to just shoot while in melee he, he and take the, take the defense bonus. No, so in that case, I just energize your dab. No problem. Right. Yeah. Well, yes. All right. Did so, not work out for me, though. Sorry. Because so, that, uh, that was when we were playing. It was all the sea casters and the one jet, one one light, one heavy. Yeah. Man, you cannot take on Horusk <laughs> with Wolf. Because <laughs> you have no feet, and his feet is just absolutely... Well, annihilated. I am going to try to pay attention to the type of rules calls that are made at the brawl, obviously, so we can talk about things that have come up, you know, mm-hmm. stuff that people mm-hmm. aren't aware of. And although we will not be asking Travis during any of the events about any of these kinds That's of correct. rules things. Nobody, yeah. really. Before the event, I'm certainly going to ask him a lot of questions to make sure I'm getting <laughs> things right. And then after, I'm going to ask him a lot of questions to make sure I didn't screw anything up. But that's the way we roll. Well, I mean, what's the role of the judge? Keep things keep, moving. Keep the game moving. The way you screw up is by... You know, standing around 10 minutes or 20 minutes trying to figure it out. Yeah. Make a decision, things roll on. People get mad at you, not at your opponent. Yep. Hero, hero's path. Hero's path. All right, so uh, we're on to closing thoughts. Mr. Cottonelli, anything you want to share with the group? Uh, I'll circle back. Cir- okay, it's a very small circle. Okay, Miss Rabideau? I will also circle back. Okay. <laughs> Heading back to Mr. Cottonelli? No, 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 you can do go first. No, I end. That's my thing. Well, maybe it won't be your thing this time. No, it has to be. Why does it have to be written in stone? All right, I had my held action. I'm ready to use it. All right. I'm just excited for the Boker Brawl. And this year, I'm actually playing in it. Yes, you are. So I'm very excited for that, to participate in a team. My problem is I literally had something an hour ago, and now I forgot it. Okay, remember. So you cannot delete this, because I know you edit me in some sick way, because you're a masochist or something. So... My closing thought is, if you are a woke person and you eat barbecue chicken pizza or buffalo ranch pizza or anything like that, you're an asshole. A true, truly dizzying intellect, sir. My mind boggles. It should. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us for the Boca Brawl. Hopefully, we see everybody at the Brawl in just a week and some days from now. Until then... This is Seth Cohen saying, it's pretty easy to be out there on the internet complaining, so stop trying so hard.